0: Hello, 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 smile, happy, welcome, welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast from the posh Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studios, studios like it's more than one, you know, studio in name only, it's the room where I happen to do the podcast. I get people say to me all the time, I was talking to a guy the other day, he wants to start a podcast. and uh, He says, no, I don't have the high-end stuff that you have. It's like, dude, that is a myth. I do not have anything. Okay. I spent a little cash on the computer. The computer needed to be appropriate, needed to have the firing power to be able to do what I want it to do. Spent a little money on the internet setup so that it uh, uploads quickly. Sure, there's hiccups along the way. No cracks about that, please. And outside, and then the microphone. The only things I spent money on, the microphone and the computer. And like this little board here is one of the biggest bargains ever. Maybe a couple hundred bucks for this thing. And it's worked flawlessly for years. I mean, when I first started this, uh well actually I bought all I bought most of the gear except for this microphone. Seven years ago after I got fired from Freebird and Hot Wings. Because I didn't know what was gonna happen, so I bought a bunch of podcast shit and then I left it in a box. For four years, well, two and a half years while I was doing radio and WBBL, I wanted to do a podcast and the radio show, but BBL was like, nope, you cannot do that. That is against the rules. And I'm like, well, that's dumb, but whatever. I should have just said, ah, oh, fuck it. And it started the podcast then, but uh, I still wanted to do radio. In fact, tec- uh, technically right now, I still want to do radio. It was not long ago that I sat here in front of you and said, Oh my God, I'm so excited. I got a radio station that's sniffing around about having your old pal Eric Zane host mornings. I do mornings and then get done with the morning show and then do the podcast. It'll be great. I can't wait. Well, that's cooled. I would be surprised at this point if I ever hear from these people again. Now, maybe they'll surprise me. And nothing personal. Nothing personal at all. One day I'll get into more of the details on that. Um, But all right. Yeah, it's not that. This is so studio and name only. I'm considering taking the show on the road for a few days up north to Fear Bunker North. That would mean lugging all the equipment up there. And doing the show from up north it has been forever since i've done that it's kind of a pain in the ass because you have to bring all the equipment up and technologically it's uh you know not the best setup for internet it's a uh, satellite internet which means it's slow and shitty translation slow and shitty But the idea would be go up there and do the same thing I'm doing right now. And then on the back half of the day, uh, take care of my basic chores that I have to do up there. And I just like getting away. It would be a working trip. Um, but something's keeping me from doing that. I, I don't know what the fuck is my problem. Uh, dear Meadhead happens in 55 minutes. Dad will join us once again for Dear Meathead. And I need some questions. i got one or two. I need a whole bunch more. Send them along on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Uh, Dad loves to answer your questions. Uh, all right. So do that. Send them along. Eric at ericszainshow.com. I had a conversation with dad yesterday and um, it's really remarkable. The, uh, the whole process of dementia and I don't want to start out on a sad note or a bad note or anything like that. It's just a very mysterious thing. That's interesting to me. Um, As his mind does what it's doing to him. uh, I've, I've, thought about the whole concept of he has forgotten that he has dementia and he gets little clues in his brain that remind him and then he'll voice it hey I think my brain is not so good or something like that and then that's you know he'll voice that you'll have that part of the conversation that will fade and then it'll come up again and then it's like he's telling you that for the first time hey I I got something going on in my brain And so you just go, oh, well, you know, hey, that, that happens. You know, dad, come on, give yourself a break. You're almost 90 years old. You'll be 90 years old next March, you know, and I know I've talked about this before, but it, it manifests quite a bit, um, from time to time as, as we speak and in our normal conversations that take place, it happened again yesterday. Uh, you know, I usually call them on Wednesdays just to say, Hey, and then remind him, hey, I want to call you tomorrow. It'll be fun. Everybody's looking forward to hearing from you. It'll be great. Oh, yeah, great. Okay, love it. Um, So, yeah, that that's kind of a, a regular thing. Um, Maureen says, every time you talk about this, it reminds me of my mom. So, like, uh, you know, I just try to have a normal conversation with him. So, he picks it up and I go, yeah, oh, boy, the, the puppy uh, had a little piddle. We got to go downstairs and clean up the little mess. And she goes, he goes, you got another dog? And I'm like, no, we've spoken about that. But I'm like, yep, yep. Everything I'm telling you, we've already talked about. And now it's to a point where, uh, like twice in a conversation, it will come, it'll be new news to him. So I'm like, oh, my God. You know, normal. But, uh, still love him. Joanne takes care of him. She does a great job. She really does. Um, and I don't know how she keeps up with him because, uh, all he wants to do is go in that damn yard and pull weeds. And so she has to stay with him because his balance is so jacked. And so she has to stay on the yard the whole day with him pulling weeds. Like Jesus. Um. Linda says dementia is a bitch. Uh, we got a story coming up today about dementia, and oh man, and and the you had a, it's same thing. Eighty-nine year old guy, and uh, bad things happened to him, and the daughter. This is a local story. The daughter is being blamed for this deal. In fact, I'm just going to get into it right now. The headline reads. Kent County Michigan sickening elderly man caught fire he's dead by the way daughter charged with abuse Uh, a Kent County woman is charged with vulnerable adult abuse after her dad who had dementia caught fire when she left him unsupervised around lit candles Okay. How the fuck? Ronald Guy Kruger, Sr., 89, suffered third-degree burns over 40% of his body. He died two days later. This incident happened last fall at the Kruger home on Four Mile in northeast Kent County, west of Dean Lake. But it wasn't until April 17th just uh what, nine days ago, that Kruger's daughter and living caregiver, Kendra Sue Kruger, was officially charged with second degree felony, vulnerable adult abuse. Now, when I was reading the story, I was like torn. And then as I got further into it, I was like, oh my God, come on now. Savage. Sack Lunch says, we need a Freddy Krueger joke. I don't think we do. I don't think we need a Freddy Krueger joke. Uh, the old timer is the one standing there. I don't know who the person blurred in the middle is. And then there's the daughter. So something ugly went down. Now, the more I read this, the first I was like, uh, man, because... When they talk about it being just a tragic accident, I thought, um, yeah, I, I don't know if you can if you can charge her with this. But then I read on. She was officially charged second-degree felony vulnerable adult abuse. Uh, according to the Kent County Sheriff, it, that is uh, Michelle Lejoy Young, she said, it's just sickening this has happened in our community, a tragic incident. This gentleman obviously was fatally injured in a fire that happened as a result of a candle being left burning in the home. He was left unattended. Uh, sheriff said the department worked closely with Adult Protective Services while investigating the case. According to reports, uh, daughter's initial call to nine one one came at four twenty six a.m. on a snowy November sixteenth, but the chain of events that led to it started hours earlier. A car crash had knocked out power to Kruger's home, prompting Kendra to light candles throughout the house. Later, she allegedly told deputies she didn't mean to go to bed and leave the candles lit, but she accidentally fell asleep. Now, I think just by saying that, that uh, implicates her. This is why they tell you don't talk to cops, talk to a lawyer. Kendra reported she awoke to screams coming from the kitchen. Related deputy in his incident report, she entered the kitchen to find dad lying on the floor with his lower body on fire. She jumped on the guy and began to put out the fire with her hands. Uh, Talked about dad suffered from dementia, limited mobility. I don't know. Maybe he tried to catch the fire or something. Maybe he was, I don't know. Who knows how it all started. He was staying in the living room home uh, of the home, sleeping in a wheelchair and on the couch. Sounds weird. Deputies responding to the fire described Kendra as hysterical and extremely distraught and upset. Her boyfriend told channel eight that Kendra was a very good caretaker of her dad. So when I got about that far, I was like, Okay, well, this is, uh, she obviously, according to this guy, was excellent at her work in taking care of her father. This is an oversight. It is horrible, but there's no way this could possibly be processed as uh, this type of charge, charge with abuse. That just, I mean, it just was a misstep, frankly. I hate to say give her a break, but give her a break. Uh, She loved him very much, and her dad would flip his lid if he knew they were charging her with this, with a crime, said the boyfriend. I mean, she took care of him for five years the best she could, which was really good. Garcia, that's the boyfriend, said that uh, girlfriend's dad, Ronald, had suffered diminished mental capacity since undergoing surgery after breaking his hip. He said the 89-year-old kept to himself after spending his career delivering bread products. He was a nice guy. He was to himself because he don't know no neighbors or nothing. Now, when I read that sentence, that the boyfriend was quoted as saying he was to himself because he don't know no neighbors or nothing, that tells me that the boyfriend is probably stupid. Because of murdering the English language in that sentence. If you're around someone who says, Yeah, he don't know no nothing or nothing. He don't know no neighbors or nothing. You're in the presence of a moron. And you should probably get away. Okay? You'd hear sentences like that when the former Zaniacs would gather with me at Pepino's. He don't know no neighbors or nothing. Uh, boyfriend said Ronald's eating schedule made it difficult to watch him 24 hours a day. Boyfriend said he eats every hour, so you got to let him wander. I don't know why, but the guy apparently would eat every hour. That again sounds like some of the former Zaniacs. You know which ones I'm talking about.
1: you such a big bot dick because I know you want to hear it.
0: Uh, he would get up in the middle of the night. Hold on. Hold on. I got a squealing dog. What's up, honey? What's the matter? Uh, we might have to time out here. You got to go potty or something? Hang on. Come here. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, my God. What a
2: baby. Oh, yes.
0: Okay, let's see what's up. Maybe you just want a drink of water. I hope that's it, because I'm in the middle of a story. Yeah, the guy would get up every hour and eat. Boyfriend reiterated that Kendra acted immediately when she realized that dad was on fire. Well, Phil, that's great. That's actually, of course. Burned her hands and everything, said Garcia. It's an accident, an obvious accident, and they want to send her to jail for it. It's crazy. She loved her dad like nobody. Nobody could have taken care of him like she did. All right? Now, aside of all the smart-ass comments I've made, at this point in the story, I agree with the dummy boyfriend. But according to the felony complaint charging vulnerable adult abuse, daughter Kruger, 57, caused serious physical harm to Ronald Guy Kruger, a vulnerable adult, by leaving candles that were lit around a person with dementia and no supervision. Now, when they actually spell out the charge like that, it's hard to talk yourself out of it. I mean... If you're around a vulnerable adult for that amount of time, five years, and you don't think that far down the road, that that's pretty bad. That is, that is pretty bad. There's another headline. It says, strong urine odor, rotten food, dirty dishes. Uh-oh. Kent County Sheriff's deputies also noted the home itself was in complete disarray. One report listed observations in the home. One, dirty old dishes and molded food stacked and covering the counter and stove with the sink full of dishes. Two, dirty cups in the basement with mold. This all sounds like my house, though. Three, strong odor of urine coming from the couch. Four, rotten food in the freezer and refrigerator. Five, Burnt candles in the kitchen and living room. Six. No clean diapers. Boyfriend said that uh, dad wears diapers, but sometimes refused to wear them. It's like the NFK, wrote a deputy, quoting Kendra's boyfriend in a report. uh, Steven said that Kendra took great care of Ronald, but she is horrible at keeping the clean house. Okay, so Garcia... With that comment, yeah, she's horrible at keeping the the, uh, house clean. You see, you're not supposed... This is why you don't talk to cops. This is problem number two. You could easily have talked your way out of that if you made up a story that this is the first time the house has been dirty in years. But no, you just admitted she's horrible at keeping the house clean. More problems. Deputies reported finding drug paraphernalia in one of the bedrooms... Uh, but Kendra's attorney, Heath Lynch, told Target Eight he's seen no evidence that his client's struggle with addiction played a role in her dad's death. All right, so she's a junkie, can't keep a clean house, and lights candles and goes to bed with in front of while well, her dad has dementia, looking at the candle, not wait and can't wait to touch it. Where's the puppy? I see you. I see you. Don't you dare chew on that cord. This was a devastating personal tragedy to, uh, to Kendra, said uh, attorney in a phone call with Target A. She adored and adores her father. It has been our position and continues to be our position that no crime was committed here. If there is evidence out there that Kendra committed a crime, we have yet to see it. Well, Says you. According to the sheriff's report, which Target 8 obtained through the Freedom of Information Act, the detective initially requested a charge of fourth-degree vulnerable adult abuse, which is a misdemeanor. But the Office of Kent County Prosecutor Chris Becker increased the charge to second-degree, a felony punishable by up to four years in prison. Becker declined to comment on his charging decision. Wow. This is ugly. Yeah, a lot came out in that story. First of all, don't talk to cops without a lawyer around. Second of all, uh, don't date a boyfriend who speaks like a moron who then decides to speak to the press. And uh, don't do drugs. And don't light candles around old people. Hey! Hold on a second. No. No. No, no. Come here. No, no. Hey! Hey! Troublemaker. Maureen says, boyfriend, don't know nothing about speaking English. Kenny writes, MFR forgot what fire was and went all Pinocchio with it. Maureen with the question, was she the sole beneficiary of a large insurance policy by any chance? Darla is here. Just adorable. I could just spend a whole day petting this dog. Hello, baby doll. Oh, my God. What is up? Uh, Amy says, I had no idea puppies were so much work until now. I've had cats my whole life, and they don't do anything except lay around and demand food yeah this is like a um, uh, easier to care for baby a lot a lot less demanding than a baby, but still uh, all sorts of uh, things that we have to watch for and take care of. She's a pretty good girl though, I have to admit. Uh, I think a lot of the success that we've had in taking care of this one early is, uh, oh, you don't have to bite my head. ow. Is, uh, the fact that I'm here a lot, you know, Oh honey. Hello. You know, um, I, uh, spend a lot of time here so I can do my thing and, uh, let her out frequently spend time with her and, you know, interact with her. She loves that. And she does really well with her siblings, her adopted siblings. Uh, flu says, I can tell it looks less demanding. Practically takes care of itself. Shut up and welcome. By the way, it's a first time chat. I always like to see that. Uh, Amy says, what about the puppy cam? Stevie says we were promised a puppy cam years ago. Still waiting. Don't hold your breath. No, doesn't that be a puppy cam? We got a puppy cam right here. Look at it. Oh, yes. Okay. Go to bed. I might have to break in a few minutes to take her to go potty. I don't know if I can make it a full show without her having to use the uh, facilities outside. Uh, Eric at ericsancho.com if you have a question for Dear Meadhead. Looking quite sparse. Looking quite sparse. You guys are going to m- make me have to make these up. That's what's going to have to happen. I'm going to have to start actually making up my own questions. The spirit of the segment was the audience would ask questions. We're looking for advice. Hey, uh, my kid's doing this or, uh, Hey, I'm working on this and, uh, tell me how to do this. You know, a uh, simple stuff like that. That was the spirit of the segment. It's always fun, but you know, uh, it's, it's a, it's a three headed monster. Him, me, and you. So occasionally I have to remind everybody of this. And uh, that's kind of how it goes. Well, anyway. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I'm not chastising you. It's okay. We'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, story locally. Well, a lot of these stories are local. Like the story about the, um, the elder abuse is, uh, is a local one. And then there's this one. These kids, see, I'm surrounded by hillbilly communities. We've talked about this many times. Um, Ottawa County, the whole thing is a hillbilly community. Uh, With a couple of hamlets where people make a little bit of sense, but not that much. Um, So Ottawa is the most hillbilly out of all of the counties in the United States. Kent, also, but not... As much as Ottawa. And um, in this community in Kent County, Howard City, that's up by where like Amanda lives and where Big Dick Donnie is uh, holed up uh, trying to defend his house from Michael Rappaport uh, from kicking his ass because he owes him money. Howard City. Uh, Some kids wanted to go to school wearing a let's go Brandon hoodie. And the school said, fuck that. We can't do that. No way. And I'm, I'm shocked that the school would do that. I would have thought that the school would have said, uh, Hey, why are you wearing a let's go Brandon hoodie? And the kid would go, what? No, you just need to get one. It says, fuck Joe Biden. You should wear that. But the kids were wearing the let's go Brandon hoodie. And some asshole in the school said you can't wear that. And, uh, I know you might be like, Eric Zane, I thought you hated Trump and all that MAGA shit. No, I do. I do. But I mean, what the fuck is the big deal about wearing a let's go Brandon hoodie? Uh, audio check video check. Let us begin.
3: Two students in Howard City are suing their school district after they say staff asked them to remove anti-Joe Biden
4: sweatshirts.
5: Our Lauren Edwards has been digging into this. She joins us in the control room with more. Lauren? Jamie, Max, we have spent most of today just digging through the 71 pages of that lawsuit, reaching out to the school district, reaching out to multiple attorneys, and we did get a chance to speak with the attorney who is representing the students, and he says, basically, his client's civil rights were violated.
2: Students have every right to wear LGBT attire to school, just as our clients have every right to
5: wear Let's Go Brandon attire
2: to
0: school. Oh, case closed. Case fucking closed. He's right. As much as I don't want anybody to wear any Let's Go Brandon shit, and I hate that whole deal, this guy is 1 million percent right. Students should be, if they're allowed to wear LGBTQ plus gear or a rainbow flag, uh, you you gotta let them do that.
2: The problem here isn't with the
0: message. I say it's good that those kids wear that because then you know who you want to avoid and who eventually is going to be uh, beating their wife and setting their dads on fire with lit candles while they have dementia.
5: The issue is how the two tri-county area school students were treated, says their attorney, Connor Fitzpatrick. The
2: problem here is that the school district is trying to pick and choose which messages students are allowed to express when they come to school. Correct. And that's something the First Amendment simply does not permit. Correct.
5: Tuesday, the students whom are minors and are identified only by initials filed a lawsuit against the school, citing a few incidents in spring 2022. Last
2: school year, our two students arrived at school wearing their Let's Go Brandon sweatshirts. They
0: <laughs> this guy can't even keep a straight face over his, the kids wearing... Boy, fucking... That is uh,
2: such a troll. Causing a disturbance. They weren't causing a ruckus. They were simply wearing their Let's Go Brandon sweatshirts intending to express their disapproval of President Biden.
5: The lawsuit states that during a field day in June 2022, the school, quote, permitted students to wear LGBTQ pride flags, but ordered students to remove Trump
0: oh, flags. Oh, oh no. Year, the- I, this is remarkable that in Howard City, they would be so bold to do that, I mean, typically Howard City, if a gay guy walks outside, uh, you know, you're never going to see that gay guy again.
2: Students represented by counsel wrote a letter to the school district asking them to lift this ban on Let's Go Brandon attire.
5: Ms. Patrick says the school didn't, and the decision violated the students' First Amendment rights and civil rights. So Tuesday, the students filed a lawsuit against the district, the middle school's assistant principal, and a middle school teacher. Patrick claims that the school believes the shirts are profane and that the students didn't uh,
2: violate the uh, dress code. There are not any swear words in my Brandon. There's not any vulgarity. There's certainly not any. Okay.
0: As much as I hate Trump and all the MAGA scumbags, the idea of how that became a thing, let's go, Brandon, is one of the most stellar things that's ever happened in the history of trolling. The fact that it was an accident that race car drivers getting interviewed for the, whatever, winning the stupid race and the hillbillies in the stands are cha- chanting. Fuck Joe Biden. And race car drivers. First name is Brandon and dumb slut reporters says, Oh, they're chanting. Let's go. Brandon for you. And you hear fuck Joe Biden. That's
2: and then it was born, and now it's a it's a multi million dollar industry. Any obscenity, what the school district is saying is that because you're using a slogan that might make people think about a swear word, that oh. can ban it as if it <laughs> is a swear
0: word. That is such a crock of shit.
5: Fox 17 reached out to the district and they said via email, quote, the district was made aware of the complaint this morning, however, has no comment at this time.
0: You don't have any comment because you're breaking the fucking law. You're violating his civil rights, the stupid redneck kid's civil rights. And they are stupid. Everybody involved in this is stupid. The dumb fuck kids, their dumb fuck mom and dad. And, uh, the dumb fuck school for thinking that they can uh, tell these kids what to wear
5: litigation or matters that involve students of the district due to federal privacy laws and board policy. Fitzpatrick says, regardless, if I'm running a school. I'm so
0: fed up over this shit. I have an assembly and I say, look, you know, all we care about is educating you. If you guys want to suck dick and butt fuck in the hallway, go for it. If you want to wear Let's Go Brandon flags and parade around nooses in the hall, go for it. I don't care. All
5: I care about
0: is that you show up every day and attend class.
5: The students should be allowed to express themselves politically. So we should encourage kids expressing themselves
2: starting discussions
0: yes we want those hillbilly buttfuck kids to be expressing themselves so we can see them coming a mile away and go to the other side of the street so we
2: don't have to interact with them with their friends with their classmates and if disagreements come up all for the better as long as it remains non-disruptive we should be encouraging students to interact with other views as opposed to just interacting with views that they already agree with
0: I love this attorney. He makes... This is an open and shut case.
5: So if you would like a good look at that lawsuit, you could head to fox17online.com or click on our mobile app. Reporting live here in the control room, Lauren Edwards, Fox 17. Now, I
0: I can't remember if in this story they talked about what the students want in the lawsuit. They may have said it, but I was too busy making horrible jokes uh, to pick up on it. But I'm curious as to what they're hoping to um, gain with this type of lawsuit but holy shit psn bleach that's stevie right i don't even know who's stevie anymore kids don't have any rights in schools until they're 18 kids are more like property than people that is not true kids do have rights in school come on Stevie says they have multiple story buildings in Howard city. That one definitely is soaked. I don't know who is. There's a PSN bleach and a soaked in bleach. I forget which one is Stevie. Amy says, I live in Allegan County. I think it surpasses all the counties in hillbilliness. Amanda says so much Biden hate up here. She says, I don't know. Tri County School is a different breed. Um, the problem is that everyone knows that it means fuck Joe Biden. Well, yeah, that's not their fault. They know what it means. Amanda says, This is why my daughter went to a charter school. Linda says, I'd love to see the parents of these a-hole kids. Oh, my God. All sorts of great comments about this. Soaked in bleach is Stevie. Thank you. She says, soaked in bleach is a Nirvana lyric. Oh, I had no idea you were such a fan. Uh, Florida Man 814 says, I would imagine the kids want money. Probably. Probably. Well, there you go. This show is available every day on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Live in its entirety. For you folks that are watching right now on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, it's time to say goodbye. If you want the full show uninterrupted as it happens live every morning, you must watch on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. That's what I want you to do. Go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane live, all one word, and then follow the page. That way, you know, when I go live, there are also other things you can do that can help the show and improve your viewing slash listening experience. Okay, you can uh, link up your Amazon Prime account and then subscribe to the channel and you get the live stream minus commercials. The audio podcast is made available wherever you download shows shortly after I finish up. Subscribe on your favorite uh, podcasting app. I prefer Apple Podcasts, but I'm on all of them. Spotify, iHeart, you name it. Uh you can find it simply by searching Eric Zane Show podcast. I've got t-shirts available. I sold a couple yesterday. Thank you to whoever did that. Uh ericzaneshow.com. They go on sale frequently. So when you click on merch, sometimes you will see a big price reduction. Uh if there's no price reduction, they're 22 bucks a pop plus shipping and I think shipping's 5 bucks. But they oftentimes uh, oftentimes drop down to 16 bucks a pop. In fact, Uh, a site-wide the prices go down so check frequently and then you can get the best deal possible i do cameos cameo.com slash eric zane 20 bucks a pop for those i have a patreon patreon.com slash eric zane i would love you to sign up that is five or ten bucks a month and you get more content a lot more content including the ben and eric patreon podcast this week recording uh friday at 7 p.m why don't you take a nap little one just, go, just relax. This is nap time. Big yawn. Big yawn. She's growing quite fast, by the way. She's starting to hold her own in the tug of war with Bruce. Okay. So, friends, on uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, I'm going to send you off. Have a great day. But go to the Twitch stream if you want the rest of the show. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Another yawn. Twitch and Facebook, brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. All right. I'm extremely uncomfortable right now because I have to go tinkle. It hits me at different times on different days. I don't know why. So... Knowing my luck, I'll go tinkle, and then the dog will have to go potty right after. Flu says also the Twitch stream has witty and insightful commentary by me, including included free. And then he says, you are welcome. Well, you're making your presence known, and I appreciate that. Thank you. I'll be right back. It's always one of my favorite things when uh, one dog climbs on another as I guess you just witnessed. Uh Uh-oh. Why don't you go to sleep, little one? Seriously. Bruce eating his foot. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. Kenny says, uh, well, let him answer that if he sees it. Flew says, where have I heard this guy's voice before? Sounds so familiar. He says, I'm serious. I just stumbled in here on Twitch, but I feel like I've heard that voice. I'm a truck driver. Have heard radio stations in every city. Oh, well, that's interesting. What city are you in right now? And uh, the way this developed was I was on the radio uh, for a long, long time. He says, San Antonio. Welcome to you. Be safe on the roads, please. Uh, I don't know if, if you've traveled to other towns, perhaps you may remember a show known as the Free Beer and Hot Wings Show. Uh, if you were ever a fan of that show or are, I was on it many, many years ago. And um, after I was fired from that show, for a couple of years, I did another show. Just heard in my local town. And then when that dried up, uh, four years and a few months ago, I started doing this. And that's been it. That has been it. That is my story in a nutshell. So maybe you're familiar with that show. And then that would have something to do with it, I guess. But uh, regardless, thank you. Thank you for being here. I appreciate that very much. Please spread the word amongst trucker nation. I often have uh, have uh, many questions for people in various industries, and trucking is one of them. Like um, our pal, um, what the fuck is dude's name in Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Who's got the trucker Dan, who's got the fishing uh, YouTube channel. I often have questions for him. Uh, all right, before we get to dad, on another edition of Dear Meathead, and again, any questions, eric at ericsaintshow.com. Uh, thank you, Flu. You're now, you're now following on Twitch. I appreciate that. Stevie, Nathan, Josh, I appreciate you with questions for my dad, my 89-year-old dad, who will join us in 15 minutes. If you have a question, send it along, eric at EricZaneshow.com. In New Jersey, they've gotten sick and tired of people bitching at the umpires at the Little League games. And uh, now if you bitch at the ump, they've come up with a a new thing that they think is going to help. They're making the, the, the people who bitch become the
6: umpire. On the corner, one town is cracking down on parents behaving badly. We'll read back with that story. Hey, Will. Hey, again, George. It's an American sporting tradition for fans to think they could do a better job than the officials calling a game. It's also sadly become a trend to see parents at youth games berating the referees and umpires, many of whom are volunteers. Now, one little league town in New Jersey has an innovative solution to combat that trend, and it might become a tradition in its own right. Look at this. It's a scene that's become all too common across the country. Yes. Parents arguing with officials at their kids' games. <laughs> yeah, I don't want this to stop. Let's let's uh, let's actually encourage this. And one town has had enough. Little league season is just starting in Deptford, New Jersey. But in just the past week, two volunteer umpires have already called it quits. They're coming here. They're being abused. They don't need that. So. Oh, this guy. <laughs> They're walking away. Holy Strike shit! To any future problems, the township's league officials have created a new rule this year. If a parent or other spectator fights with an umpire, they've got to suit up and officiate the game themselves for three games.
0: Oh yeah, that's a great idea. They're not allowed to come onto our complex. That's a horrible idea. So now, of uh, fucking uh, Danny Dago and Johnny Goomba are gonna uh, uh, put on the gear and ump the game. Uh, first of all if they even decide to do that they're gonna fuck up the game so a kid gets hit by a pitch and danny dago is gonna be like uh but the player's gonna start running the first no no i decided to change the rules fuck you you know he's gonna he's gonna troll everybody
4: until you complete
0: three umpire assignments once you do that... Shut up, Lieutenant Dan. we are very
4: comfortable making officials uncomfortable. So it's about time that we've reversed the trend
6: and started making people uncomfortable who are harassing officials. So far, it seems the locals support the novel idea.
5: If the parents are gonna be sitting there yelling the whole entire game, they might as well use that energy like out on the field.
6: Little League International president and CEO, Steven Keener, thinks it's a home run, saying Little League International expects its participants and fans to adhere to the highest level of sportsmanship while attending local league events. We applaud except in New Jersey for Township Little League for coming up with a creative, fun solution to shine a light on the importance of treating everyone with respect on and off the Little League field. And if it comes down to it and someone does have to suit up, Deptford Little League says a certified umpire will be on the field making sure the calls are correct. They stress it's not about the person actually being able to call. Okay,
0: I don't know how they expect anybody to adhere to this. Uh, if someone is so stupid that they're going to start a fight at a Little League game, you want that guy being the umpire? That guy or that girl being the umpire?
6: All a game, But to realize what it's like out there, and then it's not that easy, guys. Man.
7: Good idea. I like it. You know,
6: I mean, It's a the- I- horrible idea.
4: Let <laughs> me <laughs> show you how this really works before you criticize. <laughs> all right, well, thank you so much for that.
2: Little League season is around the corner. and One town is cracking down on parents.
0: Hold on a second. Hold on. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, we have had our first dog pee incident. This is the first time this has happened on the show. This has never happened before. So I must go uh, take the dog outside. I'm so sorry. Stand by funny comment i'm waiting for the day when eric is holding up darla to the camera and she starts peeing all over his equipment all right dear meathead five minutes away with my dad uh let's see before i continue The open and live stream of the Eric Show podcast is brought to you by the Kent County health department. If you or someone you know or love is struggling to keep food on the table, there are things in place to keep that from happening. The WIC program is something they may not be aware of. And all they need to do is reach out to the Kent County health department. Maybe it's you. I don't know. I don't know everybody's personal situation. If that is the case, Call upon the Kent County Health Department and ask for their guidance. If you qualify, you are entitled to a large amount of food each month to keep people fed. Accesskent.com slash health is the website. Their number is 616-632-7200. The car dealership of choice is Sarah. Honda, Granville, S-E-R-R-A, HondaGranville.com. I've purchased many Honda vehicles from them. Eric Zane, don't you buy American, man? Don't you support America? Shut up. Test drive a new Honda today and support Japan. The way it works, you test drive. Yeah, I want this one. Okay, you can't drive it home today. Why not? We don't have any. Why is that? Because that's the way the world is. You got to wait a couple of weeks. When it shows up, you take it home. Let's go figure out what you want on the car. Okay, great. It's like custom ordering a car. If you do want to drive home in a car today, check out their certified pre-owned lot. The largest in the great state of Michigan. Sarah Honda Granville. On Kanawa... Just north of Forty Fourth in Granville, Michigan. By the way, she went pee and poo when we were out there. So that's what why she was so antsy. And now look at she's falling asleep right on Bruce. The mortgage person of choice, the mortgage business of choice, the largest in the U.S., the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, two three one three three two sixty-five zero five. Servicing loans to people uh, in every state with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. Those are shithead areas. They're not allowed to uh, service mortgages in those states because uh, they're terrible. I'm making that up. 231-332-6505. For the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. You might need a mortgage to um, pay off a high interest credit card bill. Perhaps you're looking to get pre-approved to purchase a home. And uh, the idea that, hey, man, uh, the mortgage uh, rates are so high, I I don't want to get a home now. Now, get the home now. And then when the rates go down, uh, you refinance. And then you've got a year of equity under your belt. You've paid off some of the principal. It's better than just giving your money to some scumbag slumlord, for God's sake. Uh, Reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Okay, let us bring in my 89-year-old father for another round of Dear Meathead, brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Good morning. Good morning, Dad. How are you?
4: I'm well. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing wonderfully.
4: How? Is everybody well? The holiday went good or what? Which which holiday? Huh? Which holiday? Hey, I don't know. I kept thinking of every day as a holiday. Yeah,
0: well, it is. For you, I mean, you're retired, so. <laughs> uh, you know, hey, there is a holiday today. It's Sandy's birthday
4: hey happy birthday to you no
0: she's not she's not here right now no you gotta call her oh you know that's where
4: is she at work
0: uh well uh i'm not sure right now i just sent her a text message which wishing her a happy birthday
4: yeah that's what we oh okay
0: yeah so i just i'm just letting you know
4: all right i'm glad you did that honey
0: yeah so um how are you dad Take take me through what your day is going to be like today.
4: Well, I'll tell you what uh, we have been digging dandelions. Oh, and how many acres we got here on here? Ten acres. I, don't, one <laughs> <laughs> I mean we've been digging down as you wouldn't believe my knees are really hurting me
0: yeah i was uh talking about talking with you about that yesterday and so yeah. uh joanne and you go out there and remove them one at a time right
4: yes one at a time we dig them up
0: um can't you like uh buy uh some type of uh, product to put down on the grass that takes care of it for you?
4: Well, we probably can. I don't know.
0: But this is this is more enjoyable.
4: Well, this is... Uh, you feel like you accomplished something. Okay. What is
0: more satisfying, raking the leaves or digging up the dandelions?
4: Uh, actually... Digging
0: up the dandelion. The dan because I know you like to melt the snow, dig up the dandelions, and pick them. Up- no, I don't melt the snow. Well, didn't you used to melt the snow on purpose, like?
4: I don't remember that right. history. All right, all right.
0: Uh, okay, so you've got a full day of dandelion digging. So when that's all done, what are you going
4: to do? Then uh put more seeds in so I can dig it up next
0: year. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough um excellent i don't
4: think we'll have too much of a problem
0: well i tell you what if you come up north uh, i got 10 acres of dandelions for you to dig up how does that sound
4: oh my god i don't want to be up there with your dandelions man they're they're about an inch and a half long
0: yeah we could have a massive fire of just dandelions
4: yeah Uh uh-huh holy cow
0: uh mark has a question and he writes, uh, Dear Meathead, my wife and I were just curious what your sweetie, Joanne, used to do for a living when she was working.
4: I got to ask her that because my memory doesn't go that far. What did she do? I
1: was the manager of account table.
4: She was the manager of the account table of this company.
0: Yeah, and then before that, I remember she was uh, she used to sell Stanley products. Oh yeah, that's
4: right. You got a
0: hell of a memory. What are Stanley products? Is that cleaning?
1: Was well, cleaning, and then they started selling makeup, but they're not in business anymore. But they were for a hundred years, I think.
0: weren't you a door to door salesperson?
1: No, I did home demonstrations. Okay, thing. okay. Had a lot of fun doing
0: Yeah, that's how you uh, uh, make made ends meet after Lance split.
1: Yes, that's
0: how I supported my daughter. Okay. All right. Got that. Um, you know, since Dad wasn't sure about, hey, I, I don't remember, you you should tell uh, him that, like, you you were the president or something.
4: <laughs> that, I, that she was the president? Yeah.
0: She used to be the president of the United States.
4: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Stevie says, Hello, meathead. Uh, my husband recently found a stray kitten, and we decided to take it in. And,
4: uh, found a what?
0: She found a a, a cat. A cat was oh, hanging out. Okay. She started to feed the cat, and now the cat is theirs. Have you? Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, she oh. wants she wants to know what you think about that.
4: I think uh, saving cat, not cats, animals generally. Is the most rewarding thing in the world. Because animals never, never forget the love that you give them.
0: That is they so will, sweet. They
4: will be your slave for the rest of their lives. I mean, this, this is real an analogy. Your slave? <laughs> I mean, they'll be your slave. They'll do anything they want to please you. Yeah, I don't know if that's the right word. <laughs> Slaving?
0: Yeah, I don't know if you want to say that uh, uh, your animal will be your slave for the rest of their life.
4: I mean, is this sure tremendous amount of love.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
4: okay. That's what I should have
0: said. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. That uh, they would be very um, appreciative and uh, and and, uh, would always like be your best friend forever.
4: Yeah, this this dog's running over uh, uh, Liz's house. Uh, they got uh, Well They got two dogs now, I think now No, uh, yeah. Yep Yep, yep. Uh, They just One of the big but Just lays by your legs And just stays
0: there Yes Yes uh, Chris writes If it's a cat You will actually be the cat's slave forever
4: <laughs> <laughs> Hey he's got point. he does. Yeah. I love animals i know
0: it i I think i think what we'll do is we're gonna uh we're gonna replace slave with friend how does that sound
4: no that's smart okay and and i'm not that smart
0: no yeah you are you're very very smart (laughs) uh all right uh she also says uh have you ever had a cat no not no,
4: that i know no no i've had ever since a little child i had a dog yeah
0: i remember we talked about that last week we talked about pwn yeah
4: point
0: yeah and uh do you have any tips though so even though you've never taken care of a cat do you have any tips for taking care of a cat
4: well i, I categorize cat as an animal just generally okay and uh, all animals uh, show them affection and love And kindness It's going to be your buddy They're going to love you for As long as they can survive
0: Alright uh, Cats, I'm writing this down Cats will love you and you categorize Cats as an animal
4: Yeah, cat is an animal Yeah
0: Okay So
4: uh, If you've got an animal They rely on you to feed them uh, help them do all of the things that the cat or animal needs. Yeah, and then you show those things to them. It's just an affection. Yeah. I see this The dog that Mike uh, Mike has. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. It just lives by me.
0: Yeah. It loves you. It just. And just
4: shows me affection.
0: Yeah. Well, I get the same thing with Diana's brother Kevin. I feed him and take care of him. So, <laughs> you know, he's uh he's an animal.
4: no he's just a human being that uh appreciates your love
0: Uh uh-huh all right let's move on nathan writes uh dear meathead and joanne i need to plant some bushes this year uh do you have a favorite bush
4: joanne i'm gonna let
0: you yeah do you have any like suggestions because you don't want a bush that's like way overgrown you want a nice trimmed bush
1: I like that. I think
0: it's called a firebush. The leaves turn red in the, in the fall. A firebush?
1: Yeah, I think
0: that's what it's called. Okay. Oh, okay. So then uh, every year, it uh, uh, as, as the temperatures get colder, it becomes red. Yes. A firebush. Okay. That's what I
1: call it. I don't know if that's the legal
0: name. Well, I bet if we search that online, we can find that out pretty quickly. It's green in the summer, and then it turns red in the fall, and it's so pretty. Nice red bush. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Nathan writes, Dear Meathead, my wife is going to pierce her eyebrow this weekend. Oh. Yeah. She's going to put, like, a piece of metal in her head. Oh, come on. What What do you think of that?
4: I think that's foolish.
0: I think people do it uh, to kind of like, uh, you know, uh, maybe show off or, uh, hey, this is a representation of me and it's, uh, well, you know, art artwork on the face, maybe a nose ring.
4: No, no, I, I don't, I don't fool of any of those things. When you fool around with your body and especially your face, which is the most beautiful place of a, a human body. uh you destroy what god gave you as a beauty oh, okay and put in a human beauty in there i don't know i do not approve if, if my wife ever wanted to do that i'd really challenge that
0: oh you wouldn't be happy if joanne came home with a nose no, ring or something like that no no uh he also adds have you ever done something dumb to try to feel younger
4: Not
0: that I can think of. Oh, I can think of something. I
4: can think of a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me, Billy. Like...
1: Sticking your head out through the roof of the van.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. It was in...
1: You remember that? Oh, yeah. You're
0: You, drive, you drive, behaving like a moron. We're driving down I 75 in, in a traffic jam, <laughs> and you, you popped the sunroof and started standing on the seat. I st- Yeah, I did that. Sticking your head out of the vehicle. <laughs> You stuck your head out the side window. Oh yeah, well, I was a kid. Uh, yes. How about how about when you bought a three? Okay, you you <laughs> you and mom split, and then the next time I see you, you were in a three piece suit with a vest and dingo cowboy boots. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and what happened to my boots? So, the crown on fire or something. The boots. You were trying to dry them, and you put them on sticks by the fire and they curled. Oh, I tried to up. dry them off and it get it drag into a uh, big—I don't know what. You wait. He, the boots were wet, and you put
0: them by a fire.
1: Try to dry it up. Oh, it the fire for God put God's it sake! They put them on
0: sticks and they curled up. Oh no! <laughs> uh, I wrote down a note. Uh, about the uh, putting a, um, a nose ring in, and you said the face is the most beautiful place of the human body. Yes, that's a great point. It's a great point
4: because it's first of all it's exposed to everybody, or, or it's very easy. You just exposed. It's not other parts of your body that you cover it. All right. So it is an identification to what you are, who you are, who you are. Oh
1: well, yeah.
0: You know, I mean, some uh, I, I, I can't agree with you on that. If people want to uh, get a tattoo uh, on their face or a nose ring or a lip ring, I'm all for it. Well, I don't like that. I know. <laughs> uh, uh, Josh writes, Meathead, I've heard you spend a lot of time outside with Joanne working on the yard. He says, yes. he says I'm doing spring cleanup here in New Hampshire, and mine is a mess. Do you have any tricks? Like uh grass seed fertilizer schedule, maybe something like
4: that. I should I should have joanne answer that. Oh, okay.
1: Joanne's doing it all.
4: Uh, she she really is doing quite a bit of yard work. You fertilize in the
1: spring and you fertilize in the fall.
0: Oh, okay. What about fertilize like twice. in between isn't there a isn't there like four steps that they suggest you do it you do it four times in the year?
1: no i only do it twice okay
0: so have you put your fertilizer down yet
1: yes i did it's the first heavy rainfall we had.
0: so then you like put the uh stuff in the spreader and you walk it around the yard
4: yep yep
0: okay all right well uh there you go josh hopefully that helps you
4: of Uh, course i don't know how big of a yard he's got
0: yeah I, I, i think you can figure out how many uh how much you need to put down it's all written on the bag there yeah uh,
1: okay it's usually on sale in march so yep,
4: yep. yeah 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 is on sale
0: in march okay well all good i am exhausted of questions is there anything you guys want to add to this
4: well i'd say that we i don't know what you have out there but we have a beautiful beautiful start for the day sun is beautiful just beautiful he's shining uh-huh. i don't know how cold it is
0: yeah it's it's chilly out uh, like where i yeah. am right now it's 32 degrees
4: i gotta get out there i gotta do some more of that so but i, I generally don't like the cold
0: yeah well it'll, it'll warm up fast but we definitely have cold mornings so so
4: um i'm gonna spend
0: most of the time in the house hey there's a, a chance next week that we'll be getting snow There's a chance we'll be getting snow on the weekend um or uh or, or early next week would take us into may that we'd be getting some snow i've
4: heard that that's yeah it's just, just white rain this time
1: of year yeah
0: it just melts right away but it's still friggin ridiculous i'm ready to open up the pool for god's sake
4: Oh my
1: gosh. We'll have a longer
0: summer. Yeah, hopefully. Okay. Hey, you guys, I appreciate you, and I will uh, talk to you a little later on. Thank you. Everybody loves you, and I love you too. Uh,
4: all right, honey, and hug your baby for me. Tell her that Rob loves her and Joanne loves her. Yeah, Dad, remember a fire bush, and yeah. uh,
0: <laughs> your face is the most beautiful place of yeah. the human body.
4: And. There you uh, go. <laughs> And how's your uh, uh, was that a brother-in-law? Yeah, yeah. That's that's. Uh, he's doing did good. I'm well. I'm sorry. Yeah, did he have, didn't he have a checkup with the doctor or something? Teeth. His teeth,
0: teeth. Yeah, yeah. He he came through with flying colors, and uh, okay. So he's that's taking. him we said it all. Yes, of course he's getting better, and uh, yeah. And don't forget, Dad, you, that uh, cat cats. You categorize cats as an animal.
4: Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> In fact, cats can show you in a different way, uh, probably more love than dog would. Oh,
0: they do, but they do it on their own time. Well, yeah,
4: that's right.
0: Okay, I love you guys.
4: I love you too, and hanging with you guys. Yep. We'll... And uh, well, until next week. Yes. I, up
1: north.
4: Uh, we I yeah, know it. We I know wait it. Till we see you
0: up north. Yeah, I got to get up there and get your bed in place. That's right. Yeah. Okay, I love you.
4: I love you too, honey. Okay,
0: see you guys. Love you, Joanne. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, the whole bed thing. You know, I've got the bed here that I purchased from that guy that someone was murdered on. And uh, everyone is giving me grief about using that mattress. So I can't, with clear conscience, use that mattress that someone was murdered on. For my dad to sleep on, even though I tend to think that, you know, you put a nice little, you put a plastic cover around it and uh nice mattress pad. No one, no one will have m- any uh, idea, but Diana would be aware and she, she won't let me. And I know you guys won't, won't let me either. I like that the guy who sold it to me said, oh yeah, my daughter spilled some juice on it. Is the juice called blood and semen? Uh, no, I'm not. I don't even know why I agreed to take it, to to actually take it off their hands, to put it in my vehicle, in the truck, the bed of the truck. I could have just said, ah, you keep the mattress. I'll take the box spring." Uh, Kenny says, we all wondered that too. LOL. Yeah, that was a mistake. That was, that was an absolute mistake. Flew in case you don't know. Well, you already figured out the story. Uh, wanted to buy a mattress, box spring and a bed frame twin to put up in my little getaway place for my dad to sleep on. And upon arriving, it was, uh, I- I'm not kidding you. It, it looked like. Uh, someone was laying there and then someone buried a hatchet in someone's head. It was pretty screwed up, but don't worry. I won't, I won't bring it up North. I'm just going to burn the damn thing. I'll bring it up North and burn it. How does that sound? Cause just if, uh, if suddenly Diana walks into that trailer and says, I didn't realize you bought a replacement mattress for the murder mattress and then she'll take a look, and uh, I'll be fucked. Kenny says you purchased crime scene evidence. This is true. This is true. Okay. Uh, already indicated that you can get t-shirts at EricZaneShow.com. Click on merch. Get yourself a t-shirt. I got to know. Are they having a sale right now? Eric Zane Show. By the way, thank you to Logan. Logan, years ago, purchased EricZane.com. They are on sale, by the way. I have EricZaneShow.com. And then Logan purchased EricZane.com and transferred it over to me. So now I've got two spots. So if you go to EricZane.com, it'll open up right to EricZaneShow.com. But there you go. Uh, they are on sale for 16 bucks a pop. You got the pets, you got logo, uh, T you got the who needs radio. It's like poverty radio, the making a murderer, uh, artwork, the comic book cover artwork in black and white and color. And then Eric Zane show, dear meathead with my beloved father. Uh, you gotta get yourself a damn dear meathead t-shirt. Holy cow. 16. I'm up to 16 now. So bestseller. She's only three of them making a podcaster. It's like poverty radio is 22 logo. T is 77. That is the clubhouse leader followed by poverty radio. Who needs radio dear meathead. Uh, the zany bunch, which features all of the pets, absolute collectors item. Considering that Daisy went to the rainbow bridge, buddy went to the rainbow bridge, We might have to update the artwork because now Darla is in there. All right. Get your t-shirts for 16 bucks a pop. Everything is on sale on a site-wide sale. Hoodies uh, were 39, now 32 for the next one day, 17 hours, and 39 minutes. Uh, Coffee mugs. How much is a mug? I always forget this. Was fifteen, now twelve. Ericzaneshow.com or ericzane.com click on merch. I need to upload uh a new cover photo because Pellerito did this and I don't want I don't want that on there. A reminder to myself.
4: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm a 50-year-old man doing what a 50-year-old man should. Well, good for you.
0: Tyler says it seems like they're on sale every time he checks. Yeah, it's true. They have sales all the damn time. All the damn time. Okay. Before I continue, thank you to TC Paintball. Now, I've heard from Matt. I've heard from Kevin, the Kuypers boys. They're going to be there. I'm pretty sure Tyler's going to be there. And, uh, Gabe, the Honduran, he plays for free. Cause he usually brings like a dozen, uh, Hondurans and Mexicans with him. Uh, the white people are the minority now because Gabe and his crew own the event. Okay. Uh, he might even have a dozen or more there. Gabe, the Honduran, uh, I don't yet know if the tarantula farmer is going to be there. I'm hoping. But uh, if you want to play paintball on Sunday, it happens at TC Paintball at 4 p.m. We have a pizza party beforehand, and then we're playing paintball. Uh, to play, it's going to set you back 35 bucks. You don't need a gun. You don't need a mask. You don't need paint. You just drop 35 bucks, and then you eat as much pizza as you can, have as much soft drink as you want. And then you play. You get the gun, you get the mask, you get the paintball shots. And we have a great time. tcpaintballgr.com if you want to book your own event. Let me know on email, eric at ericsaintshow.com, if you want to attend. Dirty Donut Race is Michigan's premier gravel bike race. From beginner to expert, you will have the time of your life at the Dirty Donut Race, June 3rd in Martin, Michigan. More details at DirtyDonutRace.com. When you go to DirtyDonutRace.com, you'll get all the information about um, the different races that you can race. Uh, there is a 10-mile race. There is a 20-mile race, 41 and 61. And you can sign up right at DirtyDonutRace.com. When you sign up, uh, use Zane23 at checkout and you will save 10 bucks. DirtyDonutRace.com. June 3rd. Great race. It's the type of race where, okay, you uh, are racing and then there's a donut stop. And uh, for every donut you eat, you take five minutes off of your time. So someone can be a much faster rider than you. But if you pound six donuts, that's a half hour off your time. So I suggest you eat as many till you puke. And then, you know, you can uh, improve your time. That's a great way to do it. The dirty donut race. Tyler cannot make it. That's because he's probably doing dad stuff. Pretty new dad. The idea has been floated to replace Buddy and Daisy with Darla and the NFK on the T-shirt. <laughs> you know, just my luck. Uh, someone will see and uh, the NFK will be out and about like shopping at Meyer, giving the finger to frozen food. And someone will actually have the shirt and he will see his face on a T-shirt. And that will be the surprise of a lifetime. And then I have to explain what the fuck just happened. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Diana would probably kick my ass. All right. Believe it or not, I got to go pee again. I'll be right back. Getting a suggestion. Um, to, uh, well, the suggestion that the classic story of the NFK giving the finger uh, is just that a classic story giving the finger to frozen food is a classic I think I need to uh, talk about that uh, Kenny's suggestion is uh, get John the psycho magician artist to create a character of the uh, caricature of the NFK for the shirt problem solved well I don't know if the problem solved because if it looks like him, oh god okay for brevity's sake my brother-in-law lives with me and uh there's a lot of diana said to me yesterday serious as a heart attack she said i am reasonably sure that my brother has uh is either autistic or has adhd the rituals that he creates And the um, processes for everything uh, indicate such. And she does come from a place of experience when it comes to working with people with uh, autism and in some cases, ADHD. Uh, So, but like, for example, there's a lot of uh, compulsive and um, routine type of behavior. Like if he's seated next to the tv tray with the remote his bottle of water and um his tin of tobacco you know he'll be watching tv and then he'll reach over and he'll turn the water bottle a quarter of a turn and then bring his hand back and then take the remote and just change the angle of it uh, one millimeter one degree and then uh He'll turn the TV up one notch and then back one down and um, just all sorts of. And then he's constantly getting up and moving around and just all sorts of shit. And uh, she goes, I've been I've been studying him and I think he might have autism. And I'm like, well, let's not test him. Let's just leave him alone because he's perfect the way he is. Everything's fine. If he's happy, I'm happy. We got, we start to get him out of his routine and that's when shit gets fucked up. Okay. Uh, I've talked about the uh, intense blowups he would have when things don't go his way. They don't happen nearly as much. We have soothed the the savage beast to some degree. Uh, It's been a while since I've seen the arm flapping that happens Uh, If he does get agitated, though, he does start to diagram what's happening in his brain, uh, pantomiming it in front of his face. So, you know, if he's agitated, you're going to get a lot of, you know, hand motions. Think like, uh, remember that character from Saturday Night Live? Living a van down by the river. He's doing a lot of that hand motions. You're going to be a loser living in a van down by the river. Like that. Um, so, with well, that as a backdrop, Diana used to take him to uh, the store to get groceries, and now she just does it. Back, in, back then, uh, you know, he would go to uh, the frozen food set because all he eats is frozen food, and uh, everything frozen is known as stofers. Okay, and uh, so anything that comes in a tray and you put in the microwave is the Stofers. Just a blanket term. And uh, he was sitting there looking at the uh, at the Chinese food, and he wanted the mugu, the frozen mugu guy pan. And he's muttering to himself, "Where the mugu guy pan? Fucking, fucking." And he has a, like a Southern accent because his mom and dad. Uh, we were born and raised in Kentucky, and they brought that up north, and he picked up on it. Diana never did get the southern accent, uh, but the NFK did. And he goes, Where's the fucking ga Pan? Pan? ga Pan? And he's looking at it, and I know it sounds like I'm describing him as retarded, and I know some of you hate that word, but I, I, he's not. He's just fucked up. And uh, Diana's standing there for like five minutes, and she goes, I don't think they have it. I think they're out. And he's standing in front of the cooler, the freezer. And he goes, fuck you. And he gives the finger to all of the food that's there that is not Mugu guy And there's people looking at him like, what the fuck? What is this guy? Fuck you. Oh. He did the same thing to get fired when he was working at Spectrum Health. They didn't have the biscuits and gravy. I've told you this story. Recently, I think. Maybe a few months ago. He's in line at the cafeteria. And uh, he's with his brother. And uh, the guy ahead of them gets the biscuits and gravy. And uh, Kevin says, I want the biscuits and gravy too. And the guy goes, sorry. That's the last one. They don't have any Kevin goes, fuck you. <laughs> Gave the guy the finger and said, fuck you. And the guy's like, what? <laughs> hey, Kevin, can we see you here? And they fucking fired him right there. Uh, Maureen says, you have to give him some grace. He had a lobotomy. It was not a partial lobotomy. It's a lobotomy. It's a temporal lobe lobotomy. For the love of God. Yes. And I do. I do give him grace. Uh, I mean. I have learned to have an extremely long fuse. Uh, here. Around the household. With the current setup that we have. And I had to. For my own uh, well-being. Because when we started this arrangement. Him living here. I was like bitching about everything. And then uh, I had a discussion with myself. And I said. Okay you're going to have to focus on letting about 95% of all of these things that are bothering you about him living in your house go. And if you can master that, you will then be happier. There are some things that fall into the 5% category, and they usually have to do with feces that I cannot let go and hygiene feces well that's kind of the same thing feces smears around the house are a a big we we can't we got to discuss that we got to talk about eliminating the feces smears from various spots in the household nate writes quote my line about he's not retarded he's just fucked up Maureen says he's lucky to be functioning as well as he does, and I think you are a saint when dealing with him. Uh, thank you. I don't I don't see it that way. It's uh it's just the way it is. Just take it as it comes. Thank God I'm medicated now. Uh Kenny says he also gets up and feeds the cats every morning. That's part of his routine. Only Saturday and Sunday, because that's when we sleep in. He does feed the cats. He does fold blankets. He does that. Uh, he, what he doesn't do, though, is, uh, you know, um, basically the white ceramic tile floor around him is uh, it's black and brown because of the massive accumulation of uh, uh, grizzly chewing tobacco. That is around that chair. Like if you were to remove the chair that he sits in. There would be an empty spot where there's no tobacco. And it would just be. uh, Like a whole moat. Of of dried grisly tobacco bits. Because he'll put it in his mouth. And then uh, inevitably. There's a few pieces of the shredded tobacco on his fingers. Now most would take their fingers. And uh, put it back. Uh, over the little canister maybe to get it off of there so that it doesn't go everywhere but he does not do that he goes and the shit goes everywhere and you do that eight billion times per day and you have uh, that much tobacco on my floor and you can tell him till you're blue in the face it is not it's that's it kenny says he sucks at cleaning so he's like a old teenager you're a hundred percent right an old teenager episode 940 never forget that is like the only episode that i'm aware of that i know something significant happened and uh, i can identify it as 940 that is the gary men's warehouse incident and uh, there's a new person on the um, subreddit who I've actually been in communication with because um, person said some nice things about your old pal Z and I, I let him know I appreciated that. Uh, that would be D Squarius Green Jr. Some I think it was yeah it was definitely one of you that pointed out. Because he was wondering about the NFK, and I gave a background of the NFK on Monday. And the person said, Episode 940 is a must listen. Squarius listened. He said, I just listen. That is an instant classic. Uh, I just listened to the previous episode about the men's warehouse incident. Hilarious. Poor Gary. And that poor Taylor. Oh, my God. If you don't know, you must listen to episode 940. Aram suggests, episode from last summer had a lot of excitement. The period is referred to as the great Zaniac mass exodus. A handful of very active audience members got butt hurt over something and got into a Facebook fight with Zane over months. If you join Patreon, there is a lot of really good stuff every week, including thirty minutes of ad-free podcasting, a uh, Saturday show where Zane makes fun of how bad he was during old shows he did before Freeburn Howlings, and a weekly live show on Zoom with Ben Glaze and any audience who wants to join. That's very kind of you to uh, uh, you know list those things for him. I appreciate that. Uh, which, by the way, we are um, almost one year to the day. From the beginning of the end. If you remember, we were having a uh, neighborhood-wide sale in my neighborhood here. And uh, people come from all around to... It's a big, giant garage sale. And they say, don't park in front of mailboxes. And what do they do? They park in front of my mailbox. And I don't like that because then the mailman gets pissed off. It's a male lady. Her name is Teresa. And she's very sweet. She has to, you know, she wants to keep the route moving. She has to get out or she just won't deliver my mail if someone's parking there. And they say, don't park there. So I said that, uh, that it was frustrating because people still park in the yard or in front of the mailbox. I happen to leave the house for a couple hours and, uh, one of the former zaniacs, a psychopath by the name of Dean, who's a fucking stalker, uh, shows up in front of my house and does not only parks in front of my mailbox. He parks in front of my driveway. And, uh, so I come home and I got, he was there for like hours hiding. And his idea was, I'm going to come home and he's going to shoot video of me. I was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? My neighbors are like, what the, what is going on here? Um, And so I pull up and I see this car and I don't know who it is. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I call 911 right about the time this asshole sits up and he's recording a video of me. And I go, quit crossing the line. Get the fuck out of here. He leaves. And then that was the beginning of the end. Uh, Between that leading all the way to, I believe it was August. So April, so don't know, May, May, uh, June, July. It took three months of figuring this shit out and finally I just said fuck all of you and that was the end of it and they've been gone ever since and I couldn't be happier it was like 10 people and they acted like they owned the joint you know Uh, the way the group is now in the chat it's so much more lively and enjoyable and everybody gets along and these white trash losers would show up and just fucking bogart everything and piss everyone off so it was actually very very fantastic that they left and we are so much better off without them and that's where this clip comes
1: from
4: a big black dick, I know you want to.
0: that's andrea she's one of the white trash
4: i'm a 50 year old man doing what a 50 year old man should
0: i don't even know how to describe mike because i don't think mike mike is white trash but he's definitely an odd duck and Nick says they were all having sex with each other too. That's true. They would have big giant group sex orgies where they would tongue each other's assholes and all sorts of fucked up shit. So that's that. Um, so we we just started this, you know, or it's almost one year since the big Dean incident. Uh Aram says there should be an Exodus versary each year. Kenny says, I've never understood the whole issue with what time you called the cops or whatever. Never got that at all. Yeah, that's because you're not a fucking idiot like Andrea. Andrea is stupid. There is, I mean, like low IQ doesn't know how to read type stupid. That's how dumb she is. So that's why it was that that way. And they all are. They all have the same thousand yard stare. They're all super dumb. They all support Trump, and fuck them. No offense, Nate. <laughs> all right. Maureen says, and they still are complaining about you in the Boomer chat. Oh, is that still a thing? Is that show still around? I, th- I would have thought that the guys who hosted that show would be dead by now. You lie to our ears, Eric Zane. All right. Where am I? What the fuck am I doing here? Oh, I forgot to mention that there's racing this weekend at Berlin Raceway. Berlinraceway.com is where you go to get the tickets. Uh that is one of America's great local tracks. Half mile oval, just under a half mile oval. I said oval, weird oh, wow. Berlinraceway.com tickets are 14 bucks during the month of April. Um uh, I think they're 14 bucks. This weekend. Don't quote me on that. 14 bucks when you buy them online. 17 at the gate. Uh, Kids 15 and under are free. Parking is free. What a value at Berlin Raceway. A lot of talk about dementia patients today. You had the woman whose dad caught on fire. uh, Because she had candles around the place. She's in trouble. We had my dad on. And then this. Uh, Grant, Michigan. I'm not even sure where that is. I think that's up north where the hillbillies live. Uh, some poor old lady. The only thing she identifies with is a, uh, alien sculpture that's on the front lawn of her house. It's like some alien waving like E.T. or some shit. 102 year old lady. That's all she looks forward to is waving to the sculpture every day and some fucking moron steals the sculpture hang on i'm fucking this shit up
6: statue that was taken let me start over you
1: to it's an, investiga- it's an investigation that is out of this world. A West Michigan family is asking the community to be on the lookout for this alien statue that was taken from outside their home. Ace Demetria Sanders has more on why this Martian is much more
7: than a piece. Let's count the puns. And I thought at first, maybe it's a prank. There
0: was already one pun when she said out of this world.
7: You know, people do weird things for pranks, but it's been a few days now and it's...
0: You see, this lady's in Grant. And you, you see her? She's actually 18 years old.
7: It's not funny yet.
0: <laughs> Danelle Vanderlaan's 102-year-old mother-in-law, Frida, has the Frida looks better than Danelle.
3: Always had a thing for comedy, so after finding an alien statue while out of town, Danelle and her husband Dennis figured it would make a perfect gift. So we got. What do we got here?
0: Is that okay? You got the alien, and then I don't know what this is. It looks like. Uh, like, somebody bending over about to get, like, butt-fucked or something.
7: The U-Haul and brought it home. because um, mother- Maybe that's a Sasquatch? Thursday was just a few weeks away. And then she got her present. She was like, oh, that is the coolest thing ever.
3: Four- no, she hates it around six years, the alien statue sat outside of the Vanderlaan's home near Grant. Enjoying its time on Earth dressed as a witch or playing some ball, it was also seen hanging out with a prehistoric friend. And over the years, Frida, who has Alzheimer's, built a special relationship oh. with the extraterrestrial who's always waving.
7: And when she goes to the table...
0: She's really fond of that fist.
7: For coffee and breakfast, she can see it out her big picture window. So she says hi to the birds and she waves to the statue.
0: But that daily routine
3: was broken last night. Oh no. The hands of thieves. I brought the dog out and I was standing there looking and I'm like, something's missing. And then all of a sudden it just hit me it's gone. The spot where the alien statue once stood is now just a patch of dirt and now the owners are asking for whoever stole it to please bring it back.
7: If it was a prank last night when you were partying, is it still a prank once you find out it belonged to a 102 year old lady who?
3: Yes! You know, it was her friend. Danielle says as Alzheimer's causes her mother-in-law to forget so many things, the alien has continued to hold a place in her heart.
7: You know, as she forgets the other stuff, you know, you kind of grasp onto the few things she does remember. And that was just one of them. The Vanderlans have considered
3: buying another statue, but can't find any with the unique waving stance. They don't want to press charges against whoever nabbed it, and they just want it back where it belongs.
7: What are you going to do with it? It's, you know, it's only fun if you can put it out and have the whole community enjoy it.
0: And oh, that thing is so broken by the side of the road.
7: You can't do that because the whole community is looking for it.
0: Near Grant. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, that, that's fucked up. I need a cooler night. Thank you. My God. Aram says, I'm guessing. uh, Oh, sorry. That's not pertaining to this. Uh, What if a real alien stole the alien? Bring back the damn alien, you rotten thieves. Josh says, this is right up there with the wiener poopy th- uh, wiener poopy story. I remember that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Go, going backwards to the, uh, the uh, ex-Zaniacs in the Boomer Bunker. Maureen says, same old crap. I don't listen live, but I'll check it out later. And usually less than 10 minutes in, Eric's name comes up. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh, that's great. Aram says, I'm guessing if they could go backwards and start over, the Zaniacs would handle things differently. Ah whatever, I don't know I, I I'm actually uh happy I'm happier without the uh trash human element, and they were these are these are these are messy people whose lives are fucked up to begin with, you know. Stevie says, I only miss Jessica and Melinda. You know what's interesting about those two? I did nothing to them. Nothing. They just, same thing with Kranz. All those stupid morons, they just took a side and I did nothing to them. I've never understood why that all happened. It could have very easily been all of you as the same as it was with Melinda and Jessica. So uh, why they did that, I don't know. No idea. Sam the juice says, Eric, you need to get Mrs. Wiener Poopy and Mrs. Naiple on the show with you someday. They're probably both dead, Sam. All right. That is, uh, okay, so you got uh, elderly guy gets caught on fire. You've got my dad. You've got alien statue stolen. Jesus what is it hold on i got a dog screaming at me what's going on darling all right i'm gonna have to wrap this up because i think she's got to go to the bathroom again uh before i do that though i need to tell you that on the patreon we are going to uh get further into the bam Mar- uh, bam margera from jackass thing this guy is so fucked up really bad I need to unpack that a little bit with you. His wife has a lot of grace. I love the wife. Stand by. Come here. Come here. Oh. oh, hello, honey baby. Hello. Okay. I got to buy some time because uh, she's upset. Oh. oh, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Say hi to everybody. I also need to talk about um, the new Mario movie is coming out. And uh, they're trying to make it so that nobody gets upset. You've heard about um, Chris Pratt was supposed to be Mario or some shit. Uh, but but because he's not Italian, that was the big problem. Which is so dumb. I hate that. Advertised with the Eric Zane Show hot... Uh, oh my God. Eric Zane Show podcast... With this dog in the background, eric at ericsaintshow.com, and I'll tell you how it works. Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling for being on board with the show. 616-516-8579. Set up your appointment to get your uh, AC checked before you turn it on this year. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. That's where you go to get the lowest price for flooring anywhere in the state of Michigan. Uh, When you go there, you're already going to get the lowest price possible, but take an additional 10% off when you mention my name. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. Thank you very much. And then, batting last in the lineup, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. EV. Great place to get your vehicles repaired. Trusted name, trusted source. ER Vines. Why did I stumble there? E-R-V-I-N-E-S. Irvines.com. You can call them at 616-532-6600. Early bird pickup. Early bird drop-off, late bird pickup. And they have uh, rental cars there for you if you need them. at Irvines Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Who is going to be the asshole today? Is it whoever stole the statue or the lady who caught her dad on fire? Uh, That's an easy one. The Asshole of the Day is brought to you by TC Paintball. tcpaintballgr.com. You're getting heavy, little one. The lady who caught her dad on fire is the Asshole of the Day, without a doubt. Easy. Runner-up, though, could I guess be whoever stole the damn statue. That is my time today uh not the pot uh, we're not done podcasting though there is the patreon bonus podcast we'll get to that uh a little bit later on today as uh, the time passes
5: but for now thank you so much for
0: being here folks i appreciate you Blue says i've enjoyed your show easy have a great day hey i see you followed me i really appreciate that and i'll talk to you tomorrow how does that sound consider the patreon blue for five or ten bucks a month patreon.com slash eric zane take care folks have a good one bye-bye